Thanks for joining us for today's episode of The Capitalist Investor. You got Mark, Derek, and Luke. Mark, what's going on, man? How you doing? Good. I'm good. I'm just I'm kind of upset about the Browns <laughs> right now. It's um, not, I'm not a big fan of the moves they're making, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's tough, man. Yep. Baker Mayfield and the Browns are donezo. Yeah. Completely done. Well, yeah. I mean, when you tell a guy he's your number one and then you go cheat on him in, in Houston <laughs> with Deshaun Watson, that's a problem. Yeah, well, I guess they... We don't know exactly what they said to him, I guess. That's what they've told us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what the media reports have said, that that we've committed to Baker as our number one. Well, and Baker tweeting out today that uh, there's no hidden messages, but whatever happens... (laughs) But it's a hidden message. But but, but (laughs) whatever happens, uh, he thanks Cleveland. Like, that's a hidden message. He's he's gone. We're going to lose out on Deshaun Watson, which would cost three first-round draft picks anyways, and... What, we're going to end up with Jameis Winston. He's not paying uh, Aaron Rodgers <laughs> he might, $200 he, million. He, he, he might actually be an upgrade from Baker, so who knows. All right, well, let's shift gears. So we're going to talk about the White House drafting TikTok stars to blame Putin for rising gas prices. Of course they did. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Mike Tyson's weed company, Tom Brady, psyching us all out, coming back anyways. Yep. Uh, we'll see how much we can get through. All right, so let's start <laughs> off with uh, the White House... <laughs> Going after TikTok stars to create this false narrative that blames Putin for rising gas prices, which, by the way, oil's down like 25 percent over the last week or so. Yeah. yeah. Is that because Putin's a good dude now? Apparently. He's Putin's changed a good his, guy. He's changed his mind. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you blame rising gas prices on Putin and rising oil prices on Putin, then when they come down, you should thank Putin. Right. Yep. It that we don't want to <laughs> thank him. He's a maniac but like that's but that that's the logic that that's the logic that's the logic that that that, these narratives are producing right everything's been a narrative the past couple years you had you had covid you have inflation in general um outside of gas prices now you have the gas prices going up right so it's all been narrative driven and that's what that's what politics are it's not me it's them right yeah they try to find a scapegoat and they'll never take credit yep but you know even when i saw this my mouth kind of (laughs) <laughs> dropped wide open because this is just blatant propaganda just blatant like i've obviously never heard of uh this girl uh ellie zeller zeiler but she's a, a tiktok star she's like 18 years old she has 10 million followers or something like that she she taught she does like uh fashion um and and tiktok dances and like all of a sudden she's like oh let's talk about Gas prices. I had, <laughs> I, an eighteen-year-old TikTok star, had the chance to talk to the White House about gas prices well, just by coincidence. What this tells me is that the Democratic Party and Biden administration is targeting the younger generation to try to basic, basically brainwash them because the only people watching TikToks are you know teenagers, young adults, you know in the twenties maybe. Mm-hmm. Once you get past that, that's, mostly that's never piss poor if that's what they're doing. It has to be, man. You're I targeting mean, my kids? Well, that, that's exactly what they're doing. That's ridiculous. It is. <laughs> and that's that's my biggest issue with it. Like I understand like politics, there's a lot of money in politics that influence others advertisements on TV and things mm-hmm. like that, but they are specifically targeting these young TikTok influencers. And that's almost disgusting. Yeah. It's almost as disgusting as, as Biden lying through his teeth last week saying, I'm so sick and tired of this. <laughs> Everyone wants you to believe that the reason there's inflation is because of government spending. That's not true. 
That's 100% the reason that we're experiencing inflation. You want to skip to the last one? I don't know. Is that on there? That's literally one of the topics, yeah. All right, so I didn't even mention this. So Pete Buttigieg says government spending reduces the deficit. Of course spending reduces the deficit. Well, he went on CNBC uh, yesterday, and he said, there are a lot of things we could be doing right now that are greater than most any family's gasoline bill, basically saying that there's more important things than than gasoline or oil prices. Um, he said the lo- long-term solution- Well, he also said if, if you're concerned about gas prices, buy an EV. <laughs> yeah. You know how offensive that is to someone? Like, what, what, what would you consider <clears throat> to be a, like a standard internal combustion engine or gas-powered like sedan? Like a Ford Fusion maybe? Yeah. Ford Fusions are probably twenty five to thirty grand, depending on yeah. the bells and whistles you add. Mm-hmm. What what would be a comparable EV? Fifty grand? Yeah, dude, that's offensive to lower income and middle income people. Absolutely. Right. Well, that's if you don't like it, just go spend you know fifty percent more than you would on a, a gas powered car for an EV. Well, he basically said that yesterday. He said that the long term solution to high gas prices and high oil prices is renewable energy. That's that's his line by line what he Does said. Does he understand as the transportation secretary that uh, if you want to build charging stations and you want to produce EVs, like you need fossil fuels? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Does he understand that? See, Apparently that, he doesn't. That's the question you have to ask. Dude, he was the mayor of a city. <laughs> now, during the Democratic primaries, and uh, I, was, I think I we gonna... all know I'm not a Democrat, but during the primaries, I did think he was the most well-spoken dude. Yeah, we talked about it. I felt like he was the guy the party could have marched out as the anti-Trump, right? A young dude, very well-spoken, well-mannered, but they decided to all quit the day before Super Tuesday mm-hmm. yep. and hand it over to Joe Biden, right? Unfortunately, yep. Joe, we got no one else, so we got to roll your <laughs> roll you out there, buddy. He, he, he was the mayor of a city. He doesn't understand this stuff. <laughs> I mean, the, the best he ever did was, was fill a pothole. Yep. <laughs> Isn't that what a mayor does? Like, yeah. 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 Fill potholes. Well, the question you ask yourself, is he not saying that because he's just so unknowledgeable about economics and how, you know, policies work? Or is he saying that just to, again, just to stay in his lane and get the votes um, with his, the, the people that resonate with that don't, that don't understand what's going on. Right. The other thing is I found interesting is that he was asked about the national debt on CNBC as well. And his response was, if you look at our fiscal policy, and a lot of people don't know this, he said, that the deficit has actually gone down. So he was asked about the debt. But right, he so was, so but let's he, clarify for the yeah. listeners who don't know the difference. Right. Debt is the total amount of debt you have. Deficit is how much you are spending more than you're making. Right. Okay, so if the deficit goes down, but it's still a deficit, I'm spending more than I'm bringing in, yep. and my debt number goes up but by do, default. But do you know why that's... I mean, we all know why that's happened, but again, these are points that these politicians don't talk about. The reason the deficit has gone down is because the economy has been so stimulated by low taxes and low regulation that the Trump administration put in. Yeah. Right. We, I know you talked about marginal tax rates, you know, going up and how it actually reduces tax income for the government yeah. and capital gains going up, things like that. Well, the only reason we actually have this, this higher revenue record revenue is because of Trump. Yeah. So th- th- these are things they, they, they leave out that they don't want you to know because it doesn't resonate with their agenda. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's too bad. There's not a, um, a go-to Republican spokesperson out there. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, I mean, man, it's basically Manchin and he's a Democrat. <laughs> yep. 
He's the only spokesperson for the right of center. He's the only guy. You got DeSantis. Tr- Trump there. is like, look, I was a Trump fan. I voted for him twice. But um, that dude just keeps putting his foot in his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, like stroking Putin as a very, like, that's not the time, neither the time nor the place to be complimenting someone on their intelligence. Right. Yeah. I know the three of us, we don't want Biden to fail. No. We want him to succeed because we're pro-America. We <laughs> right. want America to succeed. Now, we still want him out of there in a few years, and we want him replaced with someone who's going to help America to succeed even more. But we don't want Biden to fail. And I got to tell you, man, like still listening to, to Trump here and there when he talks. And again, man, I was a Trump fan. I, 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 I'm still a fan of his policies. But, dude, you got to you gotta watch your mouth a little bit, man. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think he's going to run in 2024? I, I hope not, but I think he's definitely going to run. I think it's to be Trump and DeSantis. Trump as uh, president, v, uh, DeSantis as VP, and then DeSantis gets in there four he years gets later. He the baton four years yeah, later. for the next eight years yeah. after that, hopefully. I'm, I'm kind of, I don't know. I mean, I love Trump's policy. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know if I want Trump to run again or if I want him to back a candidate like DeSantis and say, this is my mm-hmm. guy. This is the MAGA that guy. This cool. is the America first guy. That would be what I'd prefer. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think Trump's ego is a little too high. Yeah, he just he can't he just can't handle himself. <laughs> he can't, and, and he, he just wa- can't help himself. He wants Biden to fail. Mm-hmm. None of us want Biden to fail. Yeah, and that that's that's what's starting to rub me the wrong way about mm-hmm. how Trump's communicating. I think that's about why we're right now. we're so upset with what Biden is doing. We're not just hating on these policies just because we don't agree with them. We hate it because it's affecting average America. It's it's affecting everybody <clears throat> around. The world, yeah. really, right? So all these policies they're implementing, all the things Biden is doing, how weak we are perceived as a country because we have Biden in office is is going to impact the lives of every American and, and again, the world. So that's why I, I have an issue with it. It's not just because we don't want to see. Yeah, Biden we're not just there. ragging on Biden because right. we voted for Trump. <laughs> right. Yeah. right. I mean, it's we don't agree with, with what's happening, yep. right? Yep. I mean, look at all of our adversaries getting more aggressive like that's that that not dude, not a coincidence yeah i mean north korea was a was a nobody country when trump was in office yep. like he was respected and feared <clears throat> by other leaders all right let's move on past but yeah trump. so one, one last thing about the the gas prices there there is a video going around too um an old video where trump was sitting with um all the leaders from the EU. I saw that. And basically, yeah, basically saying, hey, you know, this is really stupid that you're buying so much gas from Russia. But Germany is totally controlled by Russia. It's very sad when Germany makes a massive oil and gas deal with Russia where you're supposed to be guarding against Russia and Germany goes out and pays billions and billions of dollars a year to Russia. Like it's dumb. You're Obviously, too dependent on Russia. <laughs> yeah. And Germany laughed at him. The, literally, people in the room were laughing at him. Germany specifically was <laughs> yeah. laughing at him. Germany is now begging at anyone who can give to, to give them gas. Begging. All right, so I, I got a sidestep here. We weren't planning on talking about this, but um, NATO. Mm-hmm. How many how many countries are in NATO? Like thirty ish, maybe. Probably right around there. Somewhere around know, there. Off the top of my head. Um, there is a requirement if you're a member of NATO that you allocate two percent of your GDP to defense spending, okay? Mm -hmm. Back in 2014, only like three or four of the 30-ish countries 
we're actually doing two percent or greater. Yeah, right. We're carrying the 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 load. Everyone on our the U.S. Our is carrying the load. Okay. Almost all the other countries, they're not. You know, to quote a a Biden saying, they're not paying their fair share. Or Elizabeth Warren, they're not paying their fair share. Germany's the biggest offender of all. They're at like one point three percent. Like. Dude, they got to. Re- Why do we have to be the big brother that beats up all the bullies? And Germany's one of the biggest economies out there. Yeah. Like, I think it's, exactly. it's the biggest top, in Europe by top far. Five, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Why do we have to fight all the bullies? Just us. We shouldn't have to. Well, again, you know, with they, everything going on over in Ukraine, like, should we be there? Should we not? From a humanitarian standpoint, yeah, we should save those people. We should save that country. But from an economic standpoint, why do we have to do it all? Why do why do we have to do it all? We're not even relying on Russia for oil and gas. Yeah. Europe has done nothing to stop Putin. Nothing. There's there's still customers for oil and gas. They they haven't stopped anything at all. Right. Yeah. The US and the UK banning oil imports from Russia was just a PR move. Yeah. It doesn't hurt Russia at all because Russia's going to reroute that oil probably to China. Yeah. So someone else is going to buy that. Yep. So Russia's not hurting. The, if the EU stopped buying, Russia would hurt. Mm-hmm. But they're not, they're not doing their, their fair share. I think it's kind of been just the mentality since World War II is that, you know, since we developed these massive weapons and we've had this power ever since basically World War II, that we are supposed to be the world policemen. And that's just not how we should have been perceived, but it's, it's how we've grown. We are to be. so far behind right now. Yep. Do you understand that we don't have a single hypersonic missile in the U.S.? Mm-hmm. And Russia and China are testing them like daily? Well, the, Dude, uh, how that travels at five times the speed of sound. It's yeah. got nuclear capabilities. Yep. I don't even know how long that would take to c- come from China to it's here. Like, I think it's like an hour. Oh, you can't even afford to run down the hall and press a button. Like you got to act immediately. Again, this wasn't even a topic we were planning on talking (laughs) about, but man, what I'm seeing here is I'm seeing a cold war part two, where there's going to be another global arms race of countries trying to get as, as many weapons and defense systems as possible, as fast as possible, Mm -hmm. you know, and get as many hackers you know, computer guys All, that are like, able to to attack computer systems, absolute, financial systems, right? Yep. If the financial systems collapse, so does the economy. There's all kinds of, you know, Lots behind of the paths. scenes yep. things that could be happening yeah. in the next decade, right? But hopefully we don't get to that point. I mean, I, I'm an optimist. I think tensions will always be here. There's te- no, there's never going to be a point in, in our life that there's not going to be some tension going on, right? I mean, all through... Our lives, we had, mm-hmm. you know, the 90s uh, desert storm in a- Afghanistan, and then now we have this uh, running up in Russia and Ukraine. So it's always going to be around, but I like to think that we're going to come out of this all right. You know what I mean? I hope so, man. I mean, I think Lockheed Martin uh, recently tested a, a hypersonic missile. It didn't go well, so we still mm-hmm. don't have any. Right. So they got another test coming up. Like, man, this is <clears> – <throat> I, di- I didn't think nuclear war was even a remote possibility anymore. Now, all of a sudden, it's like, it could happen. And we're ill-prepared. Yeah. That's not good, man. That was not good. Where are we spending all of our money? If we're spending 35 to 4% of GDP on defense, like, what are we, what are we investing in? 
if we don't have any hypersonic missiles and our hypersonic well, missile defense isn't up the snuff. Now, I'm not, you know, extremely knowledgeable on this exact. Oh, we've thing, got a right? big navy, but we so we're, we're, <laughs> we have aircraft carriers and stuff right. like that. What, like, wasn't there like a pact in the 80s or 70s that we made that we limit we're limiting nuclear arsenals and like limiting how much we could have? My my concern is that. Russia and China have been completely disobeying that, and they've completely been getting more nuclear weapons, more powerful weapons, faster weapons. I mean, the technology obviously increases, but I think we were supposed to make a pact. We had a pact that they weren't supposed to be doing this. So hopefully Americans are smart, too, and we've been probably maybe ignoring the pact, too. <laughs> we have something, <laughs> yeah. something behind the scenes that nobody knows about. All right, let's move on from that. Let's get into some more fun stuff. we got a couple fun topics here. So Mike Tyson's got a weed company. Tell me about it. So I was just drawn to the uh, the picture, but it's I get they're like edible. I guess you eat them. They're like kind of gummy type things, but they look like a giant ear. (laughs) Wait, wait, it looks like an ear that's got a bite in it. Yeah, the the bite in it, like the like what Mike Tyson did. But I had no idea about any of this. You know, Mike Mike Tyson, the chief brand officer. Uh, he said he lost 100 pounds, started fighting again at 55. Dude, he looked good. Did he you does, guys watch that yeah. fight against Roy Jones Jr.? Yep. He looks like he could compete right now. He looked amazing. He's a Roy ass. Jones Jr. showed up sloppy, <laughs> oh, out of really? shape. Looks like he didn't train. Mm-hmm. Mike Tyson trained for a professional fight, and mm-hmm. it showed. Yeah. I want him to fight one of those blonde-haired brothers. Mm-hmm. What, what the hell are their names? Uh Logan Paul. Yes. Jake Paul. Jake mm-hmm. Paul. Yeah. Jake's, They're from Westlake. Yeah. Jake's the better boxer of the two, I believe. I want one, I want Jake Paul to fight Mike Tyson. He would never do it. No way. He would never. No way. See, Jake, Jake, Jake Paul, and I'll get into this. So he. I want to see Mike very, Tyson destroy oh, he him. Would crush Jake and Logan Paul <laughs> are very good at marketing. Like oh, that's, yeah. That's, absolutely. They do their fights. So they'll go and they'll find get, a UFC fighter who. who also uses submission techniques and yeah. kicks to the head, and they'll mm-hmm. say all you can use are your fisticuffs. Or they'll go find the, uh, the next big TikTok star and go fight them or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's all for political clout. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. One of them not is political. I'm, not, I'm, not, not, I'm sorry, not political. I meant uh, social media clout. That's yep. what I meant. I would love to see it too, Mark, man. I yeah, think that would be that'd amazing. be amazing. All right, so moving on from Mike Tyson. Pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. Um, Tom Brady said he was retiring. Now he's not retiring. He's coming back. What do you guys think about that? So, so what happened there? So, did did Giselle like make him retire, and then after a couple months, he's like, "Screw this, I'm out of here," because <laughs> that's really the only thing I can think of. I think he had a plan from the beginning. I think he never really wanted oh, to okay. retire. I think this was again social media marketing clout. Yeah, that's a good theory. I never thought about that. So I, this I mean, is all part it, of the plan. He was still one of the best quarterbacks in the league last oh, season. Yeah. So. I'm kind of glad he's coming. I I honestly want to see how long he can make it before his skills deteriorate. Mm -hmm. The fact that he was so good last year, they haven't deteriorated. And if he pulls a Michael Jordan and and goes out while he's still really good, you're always going to wonder, like, what is the new timeline for a quarterback in the NFL if they really do a good job taking care of themselves? Mm -hmm. You'll never know because he'll cash in early and he'll leave. So he's kind of the guinea pig. Yep. Like, What's Aaron Rodgers, like 38? Yeah, he's old. I was going to no, say 39. I mean, now you got to look at Aaron Rodgers and say, that dude's got at least five years left mm-hmm. in him. Normally, it, I mean, I bet you Peyton Manning retired at around 38. And that was, that was considered like, dude, old. you were in the mm-hmm. game for a long time. Like, you, 
the best is behind you. It's time to move on. Now, yeah. he also had, you know, spine surgery, neck fusion or something like that. So he was beat I up I think it bad. also depends if you're like a running quarterback or like a gunslinger, right? Brady's yes. kind of much more of a gunslinger than he is a Those guys, they hold up better. Right, right? because mm-hmm. they're not getting hit all the time. Like, you yeah, know, running and getting you've tackled, got, yeah. you got got yeah. uh, Ravens quarterback, I'm sorry, uh, Lamar Jones or Lamar uh, Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. You know, he's, he's not going to be in the league for a long time because he's just getting beat up too much. He's at risk. He puts his body at risk, right. you know, and, and one bad hit. And yeah, I mean, it could, he could come back, not the same player. Yep. So go, going quickly on my point about it being more of a marketing scheme and how it was planned from the beginning. He, right when he retired, he announced that he was going to focus on his businesses like autograph that does NFTs. Yeah. Brady, which is a big clothing brand. He was pushing out tons of marketing materials on his social media pages for that. TB12 Sports, another one of his businesses. He was announcing all of these things he was going to focus on. That got a lot of attention on those businesses. And then he comes back to the league and and, and comes back to play football, right? You know so, what, though? Also, and I'm just purely speculating here, maybe there were clauses in his contract. Like, we're going to pay you a shit ton of money, but you're not allowed to focus your energy on any of your ancillary businesses until your contract's over. So maybe he had that gap in contract there where he's like, all right, man, I got, you know, two months where I can kind of, I'm, I'm not under the jurisdiction of the NFL Mm -hmm. and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like I, I can launch some of this stuff. And then again, I'm purely speculating there, but I mean, if Kellen Winslow, when he played for the Browns, and I mean, obviously that dude's in prison right now, so he may not be the best example to use. But remember, he um, when he hurt his knee on the motorcycle, they were talking about like voiding his contract. Yeah. So you know stuff like that is written in on a case-by-case basis into yep. these players' contracts. Yep. Also, though, sometimes on, on my TV um, when I'm in the basement, they, they play old NFL games, and I happen to – this is a long time ago, catch a, I think it was Tom Brady's first Super Bowl. And man, those quarterbacks just got completely killed every time they drop back. Yeah. Now, if you come anywhere close, this is a 15 yard penalty. <laughs> so that's I, true. I, I think a lot that has is, changed. I think that's helping some of these guys extend their career. That's a good well, point. Hold up. We're not even talking about the real issue at hand here. I think Tom Brady came back because gas prices became so high. He had to go back to work. (laughs) (laughs) His portfolio went down a little bit. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Hundreds of millions of dollars in that portfolio. Yeah. They're doing all right, the Brady's. I'm sure he'll be worth a billion at some point. He's going to be a billionaire, yeah. Giselle's worth even more than he is. I think they're already worth half a billion. Yeah. I mean, just Giselle's by, worth half a bill just on be, her own. Just for the fact of their age, and if they get a, mm. just an average rate of 7% on their current net worth, I <laughs> yeah. mean, they're going to be... But their businesses will take off, and that's going to add a ton of net worth to them. Yep. Uh, anything else we want to hit on, or are we done? I think that's good, man. We talked about a lot today. We did. Kind of segued <laughs> there into some topics I didn't expect to talk about, but it well, was fun. It, it all came loop in hand, right? You know, gas prices and Tom Brady. Right? Yeah. So it, 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 all, it, it all start to finish. <laughs> Tied it all together. Yeah. All right, as always, thanks for joining us. Shoot us an email at info at swpconnect.com if you have any questions, ideas for future shows, anything like that. We appreciate you. Talk to you next week. The opinions expressed in the podcast are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any investment, legal, financial, or tax strategy. It is only intended to provide education about the financial industry. Please consult a qualified professional about your individual needs.